Hello, and if you have been following along with the emotional saga that is my life and career, this will be the end of that story. Also, while editing this podcast, I realized that it's going to be a very immersive experience because I recorded it outside in my backyard on a rainy afternoon. So enjoy the atmosphere as well as the episode. Hello, and welcome to the Cancel Monday podcast, to the Cancel Monday podcast. Hello, hello. So I figured it's maybe a good time to do a bit of a life update because I think the last six months have definitely, no, six weeks (laughs) have definitely been quite a whirlwind. And in all honesty, it's probably slightly self-inflicted in that I probably uh, over-dramatized it a lot, but the emotions were real and I really felt what was going on. So I'll kind of give you a bit of a story because it really ties in everything around like career and leadership and job interviews and confidence as well. It just like ties in all these different things in this one kind of scenario that happened in the last six weeks. So this is probably not going to be a quick one. So I'm sorry, not sorry. You can't just flick through it, but I'm going to tell you the story. So um, I'll start at the start, I guess. So around about six weeks ago, it was like right before my performance review at work. And I kind of went through my like strengths. And so I'm actually including certain like behavioral profiles and strengths assessments in a new program that I've just finished, energized and empowered. But about six weeks ago, I was like test running these tools that I was using that I'm going to use in that program. But it was quite cool because I was like test running those tools and then uncovering my strengths. And by uncovering my strengths, they were both, I realized like it helped me both in my career and in my business. So I, so I found out things about myself that I was like, oh, like I need to start making content more like this. Like I found out, for example, a certain behavioral profile for me is a lot more around like free flowing talking. So long form content is going to be so much more suited to my behavioral profiles, which is why I put so much more effort into podcasts and YouTube now. And this is probably why this will be kind of long. But then also at the same time at work, I was like, wow, this is I'm really in the right role for myself. Like I'm in a leadership position. Um, another one of my strengths is helping people figure out their strengths. And so I guess this was, yeah, right before a performance re- uh, performance review, yeah, with my manager. Um, and so I was kind of just like finding out all these things about myself and like reconfirming them. I guess like I was doing it before before that just so I had points to talk to but then I guess like also in line with getting this program ready so anyway I was like okay this is great like I'm really in the right role for me so what happened next is so if you've never worked for a large company this may not make sense but essentially because the company I work for has really amazing maternity leave people can go and leave for at least a year and so um, you can get like so I'm acting in a role so I don't actually own the role but I've been doing the role for the last year and then my manager told me they're opening up recruitment so I was I guess like 
wrongly under the belief that they would just automatically move me into the role because I've been doing it for so long. So I was like, oh yeah, just like, I'll just wait for them to be like, okay, are you ready for this role? Because essentially the person that initially owned the role didn't want to come back to it. So it opened it up. But my manager goes, you know, we're just going to see who applies. And my ego took a hit. Like, and this is where I probably overreacted and I kind of blame the planets. <laughs> Hashtag astrology. Because I think there was something going on. My friend Sophie over at Cosmic Cowgirl was explaining it on her Instagram and I was like, oh my God, that's probably why. I was so emotional. But essentially, because I had just uncovered that the role suited me so much and I was like, this is like, you know, I'm going to find this fulfilling. I'm going to find this energizing me in a leadership position. And then for my manager to come along and be like, oh, opening it up for recruitment, see who applies. I was like, I was like, I could lose this job. Like I could not end up doing this job. Like I'm now at risk of not being able to do something that I feel like I've been searching for so long to be able to do, which is like a job that suits my strengths that I find energizing and fulfilling. So it triggered the hell out of me. Like, on it, like meltdowns for days. Like, honestly, I have the best boyfriend ever. He was so patient because, like, I had a few weeks off. And so, oh, yeah, that's another thing. So they, they told me they're going to open up for recruitment. I ended up going on holidays for two weeks and they opened the recruitment up while I was on holidays. And I ended up speaking to my manager afterwards and he was like, that was not on purpose. But at the time, because I was on leave, I was just like, oh my God, they're, they're trying to get rid of me. And so I was like crying on and off, like having meltdowns, so exhausting. But anyway, and I suppose that's another thing is where like, I was like, it, it triggered what I'm kind of now starting to understand through coaching is like a core wound. And so I guess like it's a core trigger, core problem. And so when you start doing, I suppose, like coaching work on yourself, when you've done it for a long time, you'll start to like get rid of most of your triggers and then you'll get to a point where you're like, why is this one thing keeps coming up? Like, I swear I healed it already. Why does it keep coming up? And that's because that is a core trigger or a core wound. And so this came up for me because like it had come up, I guess, like early in my early 20s, um, like the whole like rejection wound. It had come up in my early 20s and now that I have such a good boyfriend, I was like, I was like, oh, I've healed that. Like, it's not a thing for me anymore. But then when my manager basically opened my job up for recruitment and and I was at risk of losing it, I took that as rejection and I got like fully triggered by it. And I was like, oh my God, it's the same thing. Like the parallels are so similar between like, just like, I guess, like being rejected or being abandoned in my early 20s and then now as an adult. And uh, But it was also like an opportunity. I was like, okay, well, now that I've kind of quote unquote healed it, but I'm still getting triggered by it, how will I prefer to show up this time? Like, how do I want to show up this time that I, I guess previously didn't show up? And so I was actually at a point where I was almost about to text my manager to be like, what the hell? <laughs> Do you even care about me? I was like, okay, no, like that's that's how young Molly used to react. And so, and for anyone in with any situation, 
or any problem that you feel quite triggered by and you want to react, I encourage you to ask yourself this question. This is what I asked myself was like, how is the best version of me going to like respond in this? Like how would the next best self, how would my next best self respond in this situation? And so as opposed to texting my manager, oh my God, do you care about me? Like some desperate girl. <laughs> I was like, no, the mature thing to do is to go talk to him when I get back and get a better understanding of what actually was going on. So I'm so, so glad I did that because essentially when I got into work, I then yeah sat him down and I was like, oh, you know, like it really upset me when you opened this job up for recruitment while I was away. He's like, oh my God, Molly, like it's, that wasn't my intention, blah, blah, blah. He goes, you know, the only reason I've opened it up for recruitment is because I don't know if you actually want this job. I was like, wow. Like, so, like, miscommunication, right? So it's insane how much miscommunication can go on when you don't communicate about things. So I had, like, ages ago kind of applied for a job that I didn't actually want. I don't know why I applied for it, but he essentially took that as, like, I didn't like the role because I didn't bring up anything about it. And so I was just like, yeah, wow. Like he had made an assumption about my intentions because I didn't probably communicate about it. And then I had made an assumption about his intentions because he didn't probably communicate it or I didn't, hadn't asked him until that point. So I was like, oh, like these communication things, honestly. And then, so essentially I applied for my job and then I got an interview, luckily. <laughs> You would hope so. And when I, even though I had been doing the job for so long, I still felt so nervous about it. Like I, I hadn't felt this ill and nervous about something for so long. And I think it was because I, I guess back to what I said at the start around it being in line with my strengths. And it's like, I also got along with him. I got along with my team. Like, I guess like, 360 I was surrounded by people I really liked working with and so you know it's one of these jobs that ticks all those boxes around being challenged working with people you like getting paid really well and so I think I was just like so afraid of losing it that it, every time I thought about the interview it made me so so nervous and so I prepared for the interview like I would normally would and so I yeah went back to my strengths had a found so I guess like with interviews I won't go into too much detail but you kind of you can identify your strengths and then find examples of it and I guess like just a quick little tip is that as long as you can explain a strength and then give any uh, evidence for that strength you will impress the interviewer because so many people don't even know their strengths and so what I've found is like actually just being like oh this is my strength and this is like an example of it it doesn't even matter what strength that is like you're going to impress someone if you explain that because so few people actually understand what they're so good at and then if you give the person interviewing you like an example of like oh this is why I'm really good at this they're going to like it's going to plant a seed in their head and they'll start thinking of being like oh yeah this person can help us with this can help us with this kind of thing and so yeah just so anyway, so I started preparing for the interview and I realized what really helped was like hypnosis. So I'm also a trained hypnotist. So I was like, why didn't I hypnotize myself? Like, why didn't I just like talk myself 
through a meditation and like do the breathing and so it was so good right because like I was feeling so sick and nervous about this upcoming interview and so I essentially like did a mini meditation and talk myself through it and stuff and I'm actually like rewriting that so I did it in my head so it's kind of taking some time but I'm essentially rewriting that meditation because uh, it gave me so much like calm confidence like real calm confidence it really like settled my nerves and so I'm going to write out a meditation and it would be totally available but just give me some time <laughs> if basically if you just like are in my world I'll I'll tell you about it when it's available but yeah so I did that I found that doing the meditation and then also like envisioning so <laughs> funny thing so I was on the I mean you you don't have to be on a stairmaster to do this you can actually be sitting down so you know at the gyms hey you got those stairs so I was like I'm so glad I did this because I I had just like so much of that like unsettled energy I guess with the upcoming interview and so I was like on the stairmaster at the gym and I was like <laughs> just like envisioning myself like walking up like stairs but like. I was like becoming the best version of myself. Like I was becoming that leader, I suppose, that I was having doubts about. And so that's another thing is like I was envisioning myself as the leader that I wanted to be. And so they're essentially doing this interview to hire a leader. And it's like as opposed to going into that interview doubting myself like, oh, my God, I'm not good enough. Like am I even – do I even deserve this role? Am I even any good at this job? I envisioned myself as the leader I wanted to be because then that really like ingrains your energy and helps you show up as that person because like ultimately your behavioral cues so like the little things you do that people will either like like or don't like about you like you know how you have that like first impression of people it's actually often due to like their cues their subconscious cues and the thing is about cues is like you could learn all you want about them but ultimately they're going to be subconscious particularly if you're in a high pressure situation and so the best way to alter your cues or be in control of your cues and I guess like a cue is like all the like facial expressions and like hands and like tone or tone <laughs> so you're not going to talk like that but you could just be like oh my god I'm so nervous um so the best way to be a bit more in control of your cues is to do that internal preparation or be a bit more control of your like mental state and your energetic state and so really envisioning the next best version of yourself is a really good way for you to be in control of your energy and your mental state so when you do go into a high pressure situation your behavioral cues are going to be a lot more on point um, as opposed to you know just learning about your cues and then doing them wrong because you're so like doubting yourself and just like oh my god like I'm not good enough for this so essentially I yeah did the mini meditation with myself I envisioned myself as a leader and that helped my nerves so much and so I went into this interview I just talked like I always talk it was actually quite funny the I mean, this probably doesn't apply to most people because you might not, it's, this is kind of a very rare situation, but <laughs> like being interviewed for a job you're already doing is just like the weirdest experience, right? Because they're asking me questions and I'm like, 
like I I'm doing that right now right like it's this is such a waste of time but anyway, and it like in all honesty it was a bit of a waste of time and emotionally exhausting for no reason but without spoiling it it I guess it kind of um without spoiling the end I guess it kind of like proved to everyone else that maybe I probably deserved this role but anyway so went into the interview you know talked blah blah, blah as I usually do and essentially I know the other person that was also interviewing this job I think that's what made me ner- nervous is like he is so competent and so capable capable, and has like 10 to 15 years experience ahead of me. So I was like, he's going to have so many more examples than I do. But anyway, did the interview and I got, I got the job. I got the offer. Yay. <laughs> but let me tell you how and why. And this, this always, this always gets me right because Yes, I performed the best in the interview, but then I'm like, but would you have still offered me the job if I didn't, even though I'd been working in the job for a whole year? Anyway, that's just my personal problem with the processes, but <laughs> just like seriously. But anyway, so performed the best in the interview, which actually kind of surprised me, right? Like I said, like the other guy had so much more experience. The reason probably the only reason that I perform better in that interview is because of confidence. That's it, right? And when I say confidence, it's not like extroverted or over, like even though I talk quite easily, right? Like I'm not extroverted. Like I can't just talk freely in big situations and I'm not necessarily that great at public speaking on stage. So talking to a camera is a whole lot different to actually speaking on stage. So even though I'm confident, I'm not like an extroverted, loud kind of confidence. And so confidence can come in so many different forms. What my manager was saying about around confidence is that I am willing to just say what I need. I back myself. Um, I believe in myself. I believe in my decisions. I can talk and engage people. And so that's another thing. He was like, you were just a lot more fluid in how you spoke than the other person, which I'm not surprised about. And I guess like, again, an an interpretation I got from that is like, when I was talking to them, I allowed myself to be comfortable and just say what I needed to say. And because I allowed myself to say what I needed to say and didn't continually like check myself or like judge myself while I was speaking, the people listening to me speaking were a lot more comfortable hearing me speak and so if you can imagine like if you're talking to someone and they're like "Eh, yes um and then I uh (laughs) like you're gonna feel so uncomfortable right and so if someone in front of you is just like talking and making jokes and blah 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 and maybe they don't even really answer your question but you get like sucked into what they're saying and you're just like oh yeah sweet right like your experience listening to them is going to be so much better and so that's why I want to encourage you to just allow yourself to speak like whenever you are in a high pressure situation whether it be an interview whether it be public speaking whether it be a date I don't know (laughs) like allow yourself to speak without judging like how often do you allow yourself to speak without judging yourself right because we could talk and just and it happens to me so often as well where I'll say something and I'm like oh 
I shouldn't have said that on maybe. And then it's like, suddenly you're just like really difficult to say anything, right? And so confidence is also just having the confidence in yourself that what you're saying is what you need to say in that situation and it's going to be okay, right? And that you can really connect with that person. And so, you know, as particularly if you are ever wanting to be in a leadership position or a leadership role, it really does come down to your ability to just speak and engage and just allow yourself to say those things and belief in yourself. Like, you absolutely have to believe in yourself if you ever want to be in a leadership position because if you don't believe in yourself, people aren't going to believe in you. So that is what has been happening over the last six weeks and it's kind of just come to an end recently. I'm glad I can kind of get back to what I was doing before, which is the same job. So yeah, that kind of sums it up. Career, leadership, confidence, communication. So um, I'll, I'll see you soon. Bye.